When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Yay Networks. You're listening to the Chatty Daddies podcast. Welcome to the Chatty Daddies. A podcast with three dudes who think they are parenting experts. I am the smartest parent there ever was. And I'm probably the dumbest. Bold statement there, Trey. It is. What makes you say that? I don't have a reason. Oh, I'm just I thought saying, there was a story. No, there was no story at all. I just was telling everybody I'm the smartest one. I will give Trey that this. He is really good at trivia. Like he's a trivia good master. Trivia. It's a talent that is not useful at all because I'm, I'm like mid-level good with trivia but i'm not like jeopardy good where i can go on there and make a million dollars sure but just amongst friends you're pretty good and it it brings uh nothing to my life i just happen to know some dumb facts i'm good at movie trivia oh yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. oh let's see uh go ahead uh 2000 oscar best picture 2000 that would have been um i'm gonna say a beautiful mind look it up all right because 1999 was gladiator and i know russell crowe I know Gladiator and his other movie won back-to-back. All right, I'm looking it up. 2000, Best Picture Picture Oscar Oscar. winner. All right, 2000, American Beauty. American Beauty? American Beauty was 2000. 2001 was Gladiator. Oh, and 2002 was A Beautiful Mind. 2002 was A Beautiful Mm -hmm. Mind. That was pretty good, though. 1999 was Gladiator. Okay. Okay. See, I would say I'm pretty good with sports trivia. In high school... 100%. 100%. I, I, no, I knew stats. Yeah. Okay? And I, I feel the older you get, the more that that crap doesn't matter anymore. Sure. The reason I think I'm good at trivia is because my dad used to do this game. Divorced family. My dad and mom got divorced when I was two. And then every other weekend, I would be going from Fort Worth to Dallas. From Fort Worth to Dallas on uh, on Fridays and then again on Sundays because my dad's bringing me back home. And the whole time we would be driving, he would just ask me dumb trivia questions Mm -hmm. like with no real category, no nothing. Like, uh, I'm not like, oh, hey, give me a question about bugs or anything. He just would sit there and fire off random trivia questions and sometimes I'd get it right, sometimes I'd get it wrong. That's pretty cool. That's how how I learned. My son right now is really into, uh, (laughs) he's reading a book about Anne Frank. Okay. okay. Which is not That's, not the actual diary of Anne Frank, but yeah, he's but reading about, about the store, the yeah. family and stuff. He's reading about the family and he's learning about the Holocaust. He's he's diving into some like pretty deep stuff, mm-hmm. guys. Are we in talking what? sixth grade, fifth grade? Uh he's in fourth grade. He's okay. in fourth grade, okay. Yeah. And he also and, and this all started when uh because of nine eleven. He got a book about nine eleven, so he started reading about that. So then he's like, Oh, what other bad things have happened in the world? So he read about well, the Holocaust. Holocaust is up there. Yeah, it's way up there. And so yeah, he's been he's been Learning. So and this is independent reading, not brought on by teachers. No, Whoa. this is Whoa. all. On, he he goes to the library and finds the books about him and, and is reading about him. That's good. Which is good, but also I see him getting scared of things because mm-hmm. of this. He goes, "What if? What if uh, we have to go to war? Are you going to be?" He thought I was going to get drafted, and I was like, "No, you're. I don't. We don't have a draft anymore because we have plenty of people in the service. Unless something crazy something happens, catastrophic." And catastrophic. But yeah, he's he's worried about me getting drafted into the military if there's a war. Uh, he's nervous about him getting drafted into the mm-hmm. war if it happens later on. And 
he's, it's just these little things that I was like, man, I didn't expect a, a nine-year-old to be diving so deep into these. Yeah, that's heavy, man. Sometimes I feel bad for making Quaid. Like, I think about... Of what what he's going to be born into, the world. Right. And just for his own emotions. Like, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Today he's happy. He's smiling. He may he may really want to go outside, and we can't go outside right now. And he'll get a little upset. But eventually, he's gonna be just like beat down by life. He's gonna have to go to work every single day. He's going to have to he'll be like us, exactly. And that <laughs> that makes me feel bad that I have to that I'm raising him so that he can just go and be part of the workforce and I don't know but I feel bad if, sometimes what if he turns out to be a, a trailblazer okay. and he changes sure. something and he ends yeah. up becoming a super filthy rich person who helps uh, the, the world maybe maybe he will be part of the point zero one percent maybe it does scare me to think about you know just how we're very much more in touch with emotions and things like that but just like man it's gonna suck to see our my kid go through like a best friend betraying yeah. him, getting yeah. his heart broken, getting fired, or the breakup, or dude. or I would hope not. But in thirty years, um, someone might get divorced. Right, there might be an illness in the family. Like I hate that my kids are going to have to go through that. I I think it all depends on how we raise them up. Yeah, too, how they're going to respond. I remember I had an instance with Kaysen recently. So guys, crazy crap is happening. Fourth grade. I would okay. <laughs> can I just throw an idea out there? Yeah. Brainstorming meeting. Um, can we get mm, maybe it can't be Kaysen because I want dirt. I want schoolyard dirt. gossip. Oh yeah. I want someone to tell me who's dating who now. I want someone to tell me who cheated on a test. Yeah. Who is uh, selling candy during a recess when they shouldn't? Right. Bro, I'm I'm getting all that now. What okay. age? What who's age? Playing are you talking? wall ball and won't let the other people play. Who's not friends anymore? Who's the <laughs> underground bully? Yeah. What yeah. teacher just sucks? Yeah. So yeah, I get all that right now. But I'm talking about the curricular. The oh. School. The curriculum is crazy hard. You know, it's getting it's getting difficult now New to math. the point where I'm like, oh crap, I gotta I gotta refresh on this stuff that he's learning. Mm-hmm. And my dude came home with a subpar uh, test score. Mm-hmm. You know, to the point where I started getting nervous, and I said, listen, man, I told you A's and B's. If you want to keep playing video games, if you dip anywhere into a C, you're you can't play until that goes back up to a B. You know, so he came home with the subpar grade. And I found myself in my parents' shoes. Now, what would happen to me if I got a, anything below a B is I was grounded. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm grounded. The and belt. The belt wouldn't come out, would it? Uh, it would be threatened. Okay. Uh, the belt. The belt was for if I would have gotten a D or an F. Thank God I never found that out. But I believe that I would have absolutely gotten it. And I got screamed at. I got yelled at. I got grounded. I did come home with a C one time, and I remember just. Feeling so defeated as a kid because of this. Yeah. Right? I felt defeated like, man, they told me C's were average, but I'm over here again just destroyed for being average, and that's all I want to be. Is that average? C is average. Interesting. Because that would mean the the majority of people make C's? Don't you know the saying, C's get degrees? Well, sure. But I always just assumed that C's were... Uh, lower, like I wouldn't think a lot of people made C's. I don't C's know what world I'm living in. Anyway, and the, and the chart is satisfactory, right? Satisfactory means you got the you you, you got the enough right amount, it. you got enough of it, and you're getting by, but you still want to be above yeah, I, average. I don't know. What you, I always thought average was five inches. 
What are you guys sure, talking about? Sure, sure. Uh, I thought it was like four, but that's okay. not. That's just what I thought. <laughs> it depends on what website you look sure, at. Sure, for reals. <laughs> I look at all the websites that tell me that. We need to start our own website. This is like <laughs> average is two inches. <laughs> so then every, all the other guys are like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> the makeyoufeelgood.com. Um, so he came and I found myself getting mad. Like I was about to go and dive and... That's what I know. That's what my parents taught me. Go off on him and yell at him and tell him you're ruining your life. And I stopped myself. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it the complete opposite way. I'm going to sit down with him and I'm going to go through every single one of them that he got wrong. And dude, the ones he got wrong were because he missed one little word on the, on the, and he did the wrong thing or mm-hmm. he, he wrote down the wrong number. Like he, one of them, he had the right answer, wrong the, wrote the wrong number on the actual answer, mm. like little things. And instead of going off on him, and telling him he's no good and that he's ruining his life. I said, look, you were you were three mistakes away from having a B. Just three small mistakes you made from having a B. All you got to do is pay a little more attention. Mm-hmm. And you're set, dude. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay, am I still grounded from video games? And I said, we got to check your grades. If you are under the sea, man, you're still going to gonna be, you know, I'm going to take it away. But I'm going to work with you to get it back up as fast as possible. Checked his damn grades. My guy still got an A, B. Nice. Yeah. So okay. he's fine. But I, but I felt... It was one of those win moments for me as a parent where I was like, I handled that okay. Way better. He didn't cry yeah. one bit. He didn't feel, he didn't look defeated. Yeah. He actually looked a little more enlightened. And then I signed him up. I signed him up for this uh, service called Mathnasium. Not, a, not an ad. I signed him up with these people that are going to work with him on math because he's learning in Spanish as well. Mm-hmm. Guys, I moved here when I was eight. He's above the grade level that I was at in Mexico. So he's learning things in Spanish, terminology and math that I never learned. And so... So I'm just trying to get him right. I, I'm trying not to beat him down. Como se dice PIMDAS? Uh, no, no sé cómo. Okay. PIMDAS. What's PIMDAS? PIMDAS. Parentheses. Oh, gosh. Uh, P-E-M. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. PIMDAS. Parentheses. Exponential. Oh, exponential. That is it. M is multiply. Uh-huh. D is divide. Divide. Add, a subtract. is add, subtract, yeah. But add and subtract, they're, they're, you, you could do them interchangeably. The, the first one's left, left to right, yeah. Guys, what? I, for some reason, was a substitute teacher when I was in college. What? <laughs> no, hold on, what grade? <laughs> for like three months. Well, the way it was in Bryan College Station, and you could, I was kind of certified, I get, I'm by certified, like I went to a meeting and signed a form uh-huh. online and gave them my college transcripts. So I was in college doing this, and I did it for maybe three months, and... You could just go online and see what openings there were, yeah. and you could just go wherever you wanted. I never wanted. To, I did high school once. It was a little scary for me. It was in a rough neighborhood. I was like, I'm not going back there. And so I just did elementary school, and the kids were amazing. But once I got to like fourth grade, and they were doing fractions, I'm out. Could not do it them. Crazy. I, I had an overhead projector and had to teach these kids fractions for an entire day. Uh-huh. Had no idea what I was doing. I let the kids get on the projector because that's fun for the kids to do themselves. And I said, show me how it's done. <laughs> show, your, show your work. Show your work, and, sir. And I had the answer key. I'll let me know. And boy, it was painful. And here's the thing. They change how they're teaching math. Mm-hmm. It's, it's completely different than when we were taught. Mm-hmm. And I don't get why. Because I tried to show my my son's like, how do you do this? I did it the way I learned. And he goes, that's not how we learned. And I said, well, that's that's how I learned. And he goes, well, how do you know that's the answer? 
Is it because it is? Is is they're having to like explain it more? Yeah, almost. It, I've seen some places have to like almost write a sentence. You got to work it out more to do a math equation. Like, no, two and two is four. I don't need a sentence on and it. And I think they're doing this because a lot of kids now rely so heavily on phones and and computers sure. and calculators that they want them to actually break it all the way down to the nitty gritty. That's the only thing I could come up with because the way we did it was a lot simpler. It was quicker, but we didn't have the technology that that kids have nowadays. But yeah, it. it I'm having to brush up, guys. I'd like to um, tell you guys how to save your marriage. Oh. Uh, I need to tell you guys about Ana Luisa Jewelry. Oh, yes. Okay? Yeah. I need to sure, tell you guys yeah. how to. It's really anytime you have a little oopsie daisy <laughs> and you need to say, I'm sorry, honey. Or if you have a, an anniversary, a birthday, some sweet occasion, check out Ana Luisa. Oh, you know, it's cool because you can go with the, uh, oh, this is an important gift. I can go with mm-hmm. the Ana Luisa Jewelry. 100%. Or it's a, it's in the price point where you're like, Oh, okay, I can get this on a Tuesday just to surprise my wife for something cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and also your daughter, because I bought my wife some Ana Luisa stuff, and my daughter was like, well, what about me? So I got on the website, and I ordered my daughter a nice little, uh, a little heart necklace that yeah. she loves. And then she goes, what about this uh, butterfly necklace? I was like, well, that, that was for your mom. And I said, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and get you that one as well. well then. I Why would not? like a butterfly necklace. <laughs> yeah. You know, guys, uh, it, can I use the saving the the saving um, analogy again? Sure. sure. So um, not only are we saving our relationships, we're saving the planet. All of Ana Luisa's jewelry is carbon neutral, 100% of carbon emissions, starting with the sourcing of the raw materials for the jewelry, all the way to the disposal of their pieces is carbon neutral. How cool is that? And, and this is exceptional quality stuff because... Uh, they have long-lasting pieces. They have the best noble metals, like uh, Nick mentioned. And they offer a 365-day warranty, right? So if anything happens to your jewelry in those 365 days, they got you. So you can get jewelry starting at $39. And there's new jewelry collections released every single Friday. So you can go and check out some new Ana Luisa jewelry every single week. So go on over to shop.analuisa.com slash chatty and you can go treat yourself or your loved ones and you can use our code chatty to get 10% off. That is shop.analuisa.com slash chatty and use the code chatty to get 10% off. We absolutely recommend them. They are a great brand making beautiful, sustainable jewelry. So go check out shop.analuisa.com slash chatty code Chatty. And that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Ana Luisa. Can I ask a deep philosophical question about grades and studying and everything? Yeah. Do you think your parents were tough on you because they were immigrants? You had to succeed because you're the future and you felt that pressure. And listen, and and they let me know it. And that that put so much pressure on me. Right. Because they said, "We we didn't uproot our lives and leave our families behind in Mexico to come over here and just fail. Mm hmm. They said, and they said that out loud to you? Basically, yeah. The, I've the, heard that story from a lot of immigrants. That, that listen, for, dude, like JC's, that first generation, yeah, you, you know, the understand. parents are giving up everything. My mom was a teen mom, right? She had me at 18 years old. My dad came into my life when I was about two years old. He was, I think, 19 when I met him or 20. So he's a kid as well. And instead of doing what most kids their age would be doing, which is going to college, finding a career, being successful. Partying partying having having you know living your life they they had to put that all on hold because they had a little boy they had me 
And so my mom found it that she couldn't afford school. It's either school books or buy my, my food or buy my, mm -hmm. my, in Mexico, you have to pay for school. So she became a teacher so that I would get free education. And then when they realized, okay, this is going to be tough to live out here in Mexico for Jose, they decided, since my mom had citizenship, to move up here to the States. And they had to l quit everything they were doing. My dad was, uh, he was working his way to be a manager at a restaurant. At yeah. a, at a f it's the equivalent of Denny's. It's called mm -hmm. VIPs. VIPs. Mm, okay. That's where he was, like he was working his way up to management. And, and they, they left all that behind to move to the States where my mom ended up as a bus girl at a yacht club at the hotel at the Marriott. And my dad ended up working at McDonald's, Jack in the Box, and Taco Bell, three jobs in fast food. Basically, till I was in middle school, mm -hmm. my dad became, at one point, became a, a handyman at an apartment complex just so we got free rent. So you got to understand, they, they also put their lives just, they right. said, no, man, we're putting it in your hands. You go out there and make something on yourself because we, we knew we weren't going to be able to do it. So it was a lot, it was a lot of pressure, man. I'm telling you. And, and you can't just let kids slide because if you let kids slide and you see me slipping, I wasn't in the best neighborhood at first. I could have easily just not been. Yeah. I could have no drive. Wrong crowd too. And yeah. I well, think that that gave me drive though. I promise you that gave me drive. What about nowadays? What's your, um, do you have a, any guilt level, any uh, like burden, any, uh, I have to, I'm obligated to repay my family in any way like if if they come to you and it's like hey it's our birthday this weekend uh you're like all right i gotta cancel everything else just to make sure that i'm there for the the birthday party yeah i mean i'm, I'm gonna put family over everything of course my my mom still lives in california so that doesn't happen very often but i i try to help out as much as possible I, yeah they don't yeah yeah, yeah, it's not it's not as much stress now as an adult. I feel like they're proud of me. There were a few moments. Good, good. Yeah, there were a few moments where when I got into radio, we're like, "You're supposed to be a doctor. You said mm -hmm. you were going to go to medical school. Mm. You said you were taking a nice little road trip through nursing to make money so you can go to radio is not going to get there." And now that I made it okay, and, right. and I've shown them I can, you know, put food on the table for my family. Now everything's cool. And now good. they feel like, "Okay, this is exactly why we moved to this country. You did mm -hmm. something." But that's funny that um, I don't know if it's funny that you bring up being a doctor and stuff and that's why there are a lot of international students in college that are studying to be doctors yeah. engineers they're trying to do the absolute best profession they can because they're children of immigrants or they're immigrants themselves and they're trying to get <laughs> bring their you know start their life anew here exactly in the absolute best way possible so they're so hard on each here's other. here's the one thing we got to do as parents though is we a lot of those people end up miserable mm -hmm. because maybe they are in the medical field or they became lawyers or they became that job that the immigrant parents wanted but they hate it yeah you know right. they're not they, they don't they're, they're not big fans maybe they're i was more artistic i wish i would have been an artist and there's there's push your kids towards what they love and it can create a ton of family drama it can absolutely a ton of resentment there's just always a lot when you know you're talking about parents and children and their interpersonal relationships and stuff oh my gosh and Our, Go ahead. I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying like our job as parents, a lot of people get confused with this. It's not to make successful people. That's not our job. Our job is to make good people. It's 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 to raise them up and support them and push them towards what is going to make them happier in life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we've all noticed money is not what makes you happy. Being, being a millionaire, although it helps and it alleviates a lot of stress from your life, it's not what makes you happy. What makes you happy is what's in your head, what's in your heart. If you If you have a kid that wanted to be you know, in, in, in the arts, mm -hmm. let them do the arts. Let them go out there. There's plenty of job opportunities out there to make a living in the arts. 
they're not going to be rich, yeah. but they're going to be rich in love. They're going to be rich with with passion. Right. Still got to make sure they can eat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard to go against the grain of American culture of everybody wants to be famous and rich and right. the biggest Instagram star, the biggest uh, celebrity there ever was. Like everybody seems to be like kind of going that direction. Am I crazy or is that just because I work in uh, the radio no, industry every, where I'm paying attention wants, to that? Everyone wants to be bigger and more high pro- more high profile than they are. Right. You know, everyone daydreams about that. You can get our Instagram for the Chatty Daddies. <laughs> yeah. Description of this podcast. I, that I, Chatty Daddies all around. I talked to a teacher the other day. Uh, who I told her as you know I said I know you guys spend a lot of your money and you don't get paid nearly as much as you need to make and and I wish you guys got paid more she said no don't worry about us yeah we should get paid more but you know what I feel successful she said success is measured by how happy you are with what you do not with how much you get in your paycheck and I was like damn teacher I mean, yeah, that's yeah good. you're teaching facts. That's, that's good. Great. I don't think every teacher feels that way. No. I was she thinking, did, we talked, I don't know, six months ago, you had said, uh, what is success? Because I was asking pretty much the same kind right. of discussion we had, and you were like, well, how do you measure success? And I think I figured out what my uh, baseline for success is. I need to feel successful, every person on the planet, to wake up every morning and vote me king of the universe. And okay. then I'll be successful. So where, where do I log on to vote you? It hadn't happened yet. Somebody has to make it. I don't know who's going to make it. King of the universe dot, dot tray. Whenever, dot. When, somebody's got to make it for me. I'm the king of the universe. I don't have to make my own website. Well, and Trey, then, Trey's setting himself up for uh, a <laughs> lot of um, Am I uh, gonna make it? <laughs> failure right there. And when mm. he needs someone to talk to when it comes to that failure, yeah. there's always better help. We're talking about family issues and things that can come from, you know, maybe your parents were a little too hard on you and it's hard to live up to certain things. Maybe you need to talk about that. We've been talking about BetterHelp for a while now, and we love BetterHelp because it is an online service that can connect you with a licensed professional to help you through these issues that you have. And if you can't get to sleep at night, you're having a little insomnia and you just need to get it off your chest, you can send a message to your counselor at any time you want. You're going to get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule your weekly video and phone session so you can have it right there in your calendar, ready to go. You know when you're going to be able to get a little bit of help and get something off your chest. And I, what really, you, I really hope that everyone uh, understands that you can do this from your house. Absolutely. Like, you can shut your door and do this from your house. Like Take a few minute break during your lunch hour if you're still working at home, we do all it at it. home. And look, and a lot of people think, oh, I don't need therapy because I'm not depressed. But it doesn't have to be depression. You could Maybe you're dealing with anxiety, mm-hmm. relationship issues, sleeping. Maybe you had some trauma in your life. Maybe you're dealing with LGBTQ matters, grief, self-esteem. There's so many things that are going on in our lives that we just need someone to talk to about. It's confidential, it's affordable, and man, is it convenient. So if you want to live a happier life today, we want you to do that. As a listener of our podcast, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash daddies. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash daddies. So it's football season now. Woo-hoo! How much are y'all? How much are y'all watching football, Nick? Do you? Uh, none. I cut the cord a few years ago. Yeah. And I just haven't. And just, it. Like I have my dad's login for so for like Spectrum TV. So mm-hmm. if there's a game on, I'll see if it's on there. But I'm not like 
you know, I do try and go on Reddit and find some illegal links and stuff. Yeah. Watch some stuff every now and then. Sure. But, you know, overall, I'm not watching much. It's so not you, haven't seen, you. you mm-hmm. haven't seen any of the A&M games. You hadn't been paying too much attention. I think, I think there may have been one or two on yeah. ESPN that I can watch, but no. And JC, what what is your uh, TV consumption, your football consumption on the weekend? How many Bro, hours? I am watching high school. <laughs> I okay. freaking love watching high school on TV. Friday Night Live, Because they, they get you teams all over the country. I watch college on Saturdays. Dope. I watch, and my son... Who's your college teams? My Seattle. So I went to San Diego State, mm-hmm. and we're not a football powerhouse, sure. right? We're not known to be really good. So I don't have a super favorite. So you're I, looking for like a good game. I always yeah. look for the. So I'm looking for the top ten teams, and I'm watching those guys. I'm watching the Alabamas. I'm watching the Clemson. I'm watching Notre Sorry Dame. Sorry about you, Clemson. Yeah, they like yeah. Uh, so Sorry I, about J and M. Yeah, I like to watch the ranked guys, and then. On Sundays, I'm all about the NFL. So I'm watching a lot of football. And you were, well, they're not San Diego Chargers anymore. You're Dallas Cowboys. I'm a Cowboy fan now. Yeah, you're all in. People don't understand how much of a rivalry there is between San Diego and L.A. We're the little stepchild, the little baby brother Mm -hmm. that they just always smash on us. And the fact that my favorite team went up there and I despise all L.A. teams Mm. made it impossible for me to like that team anymore. Kind of like Dallas and Houston. You know, Houston's that little tiny stepchild, little little tiny cousin that we don't care about. Uh, or like a New York team going to uh, a New York team going to Boston, you know, like that's ooh, can't do that. And um, we bring this up. This wasn't planned, but I'm literally wearing a maroon shirt. I'm an A and M fan. Uh-huh. JC's wearing a Cowboys jersey. Yeah, <laughs> Trey, what's your team? Uh, I guess I'm a big Boise State fan because I'm wearing a bright blue, <laughs> bright, blue shirt. Dra- blue, bright blue jacket. Maybe old school Seahawks. That's the old school Seahawks look right there with the green too. Right. Um, I generally go for the Cowboys and now the Aggies because uh, wife went to. Aggie land. Okay. Um, but I generally would watch football for, I don't know, 20 hours over the weekend, uh, whenever the the season was on, before I had a kid. Now? And now, it's on in the background, mm-hmm. and I have no idea what happened in any of the football now, games. Now, do you... Are you anxious while the game's on? Are you trying to like check the score every five minutes? Almost uh, not at all. It's wow. weird because it's something that I have cared about for the first 30 years of my life. Mm. I suppose I don't know uh, one through five, but for most of my life, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to be sitting in front of the TV watching football for like nine hours on Sunday. And I want to watch every single game I can on Saturday with the college football. Now it's on because that's just the ritual that my wife has gotten into just being with me. And I no idea what happened yesterday. And that's and that's totally normal, right? That's absolutely normal. Yeah, it's gonna happen because we were all super fans, and I feel the same way. And if my daughter comes up to me and, I, and there's a football game on, and she's like, "Come play dolls with me," yeah, I, I'm not gonna say no. Of course, I will go play with her. Same with my son, but he's starting to get to the point where he wants to watch it. All which right, is really that's cool. what you really want. And I'm coaching him too, right? So he's trying to learn, like, because he's playing football. And I might have done a bad parenting move. All right. You guys tell me if I'm in the wrong here. Yes. Uh, yeah. We're just going to, yes. We're going to crap all over <laughs> your story immediately. Number one, I'm probably going to get negativity because my son plays tackle football. Okay. He started in second grade. Now, let me tell you why I started him so young. Because I played football for about 11 years. I started around eight years old. And I found that I wanted to teach him when they weren't moving as fast or hitting as hard. Yeah. So it's second grade, they're barely moving. It's like a little, it's like two little pillows hitting each other. Right. And and you could teach them proper tackling techniques. In fact, I'm my team on our team, we don't even teach them to tackle with their head anywhere near the body. We we have them rugby tackle, right? So safe. And B, injuries do happen. And that's exactly what happened last week to my son. Uh oh. Oh gosh. At practice, 
He was trying to catch some balls because he plays a little receiver, and he caught one straight on the pinky. Oh, no, like father, like son. <sighs> right, happen. yeah. It's, dude, it happens to every anybody that's ever played basketball, football, volleyball, anything with a ball, your, your fingers get jacked. Mm-hmm. And so he, I thought he jammed it at first. I thought it was a bad sprain. And he, I, I coach a different position than what he plays. I'm, and so at, towards the end of practice, he comes up and he goes, my finger's really hurting. He shows it to me. It's swollen now and purple. I said, it looks like a sprain, but it's a little more purple than regular. Uh, I'm going to have your mom take you to the doctor Mm -hmm. the following day. So she takes him, gets x-rayed, fractured, pinky. Yeah, broken. Fractured, yeah, broken. Way to go. Right at the knuckles. One of those where it's just pressurized and it broke. You Uh, made your kids sleep all night with a broken hand? Yeah, right. Broken finger? And so his first reaction was, but but now what? Mm. And I said, well, now now, what do you mean now what? And he goes, but I want to play. Right, what position are we talking here? Is he So on defense, he plays defensive line. Yep. You don't really need your hands for that. You're actually supposed to not even touch anybody. You're supposed to go tackle people. And on offense, he plays tight end and receiver, so that was out of the question. Yeah, that, right? that needs a couple of hands for. So I told him that. I said, listen, buddy, you're not going to be able to play offense. You're not going to be able to be scoring touchdowns or mm-hmm. catching balls or anything like that. And those are the glory positions. Those are the glory positions. Yeah. Those are the fun. Yeah, you get the, you get the, the celebrations. And I said, but maybe if your mom's cool with it and if you feel comfortable enough, we can play uh, defense. Mm-hmm. His doctor just gave him a splint and said two weeks uh, he should be okay. You know, just. Did you ask the doctor if he should play football? No. <laughs> <laughs> they did say rest it for two weeks. And when Kinsey came home, my wife, she goes, I don't, the doctor said to rest for two weeks so he can't practice or play. Mm-hmm. And I just saw his face drop like, but mm-hmm. what if somebody, you know, you learn that somebody could step into your position sure. and be better and take your spot. And he goes, what, am I, what if somebody's better than me in my spot? And I said, listen, do you want to play? And he said, yeah. I said, I will let you play if you feel comfortable enough. And I will do what they did with me when I played football with a broken finger. And I will do my best. But I said, if, if you feel any pain or discomfort, you got to tell me and we're going to take you out. All right? Any sort of pain. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay. So on, on Saturday, we showed up. Actually, on Friday, I went to uh, CVS and I bought this arthritis type uh, wristband that okay. you put it to sleep with. It had like a pad in it, like memory foam. Is it the curved one? Yes. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? It's I like do blue. know. And it, so it, it straps around it straps your around. wrist and Is then there there's a, a little curvy like hook. Is there like yeah. a piece of metal in there and so then your it's hand like, doesn't bend around yes. itself? And it's got a it's got a, like a memory foam in the in the inside the palm, okay. like a cushiony thing. And what I noticed about this thing, because I couldn't find any finger splint things. We mm-hmm. had to order on Amazon. It hadn't come in yet. I noticed that it went up about halfway in the pinky. And I said, wait a minute, that's that's good support right there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bought it. $30. Crap. That's expensive. <laughs> so I go home and I'm, stri- I'm I'm trying to figure out how am I going to create a soft cast for my son? So I find my, I have a Mandalorian helmet that has padding in it. I'm like, hold on one second. <laughs> Didn't know where this sentence was going to go. I have thing, a Mandalorian helmet. <laughs> this thing has got, the padding is curved, right? Because it's supposed to be for your head. So I, I take them off because they're Velcroed on. And I noticed that it's perfectly curved. For the pinky. Okay. I'm like, bet, bro, okay. So I got two pads. I put them on from his middle finger to his pinky finger, right? So I put one in the front, one in the back. I bu- First, let me go back. I do a soft cast with tape on his pinky. Then I put those pads on there, uh-huh. and I do a buddy wrap with those other two fingers uh-huh. so the finger stays put. Then we put on that wristband, that wrist brace that I bought for the arthritis. Put it on there, boom. 
I'm like, cool. Now his finger, immovable, but still has a little flexibility with the wrist so he can move his wrist. Now I'm like, wait a minute. I need more protection, right? I feel like yeah. the pinky's still a little exposed, a little hurt. Something like a spike, he can use it as a weapon. Right. I need memory foam. <laughs> so I'm looking around the house. Cutting like, up pillows. So I'm like, yeah, I can cut a pillow. What are the odds my wife notices? Very good. So I said, hold on one second. Kason, we bought him a memory foam pad for his bed. <laughs> So, <laughs> hey, but do you want to play or do you want to sleep? So I go, Kason, I'm going to cut out this sliver of uh, your memory foam from your bed. Just right here by the feet. Nobody yeah. looks over yeah. there. Yeah. Ain't nobody paying attention now. You don't, you don't the need thing that anyway. crap it's anyway. Fine. So I cut about, that's a little, I would say seven inches by. <laughs> sounds like a lot. Seven inches by three inches wide. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I put it next to, I cut it off his bed and I put it on his pinky and then I just wrap it up with some tape, some athletic tape. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't you know, and then I put a little sleeve on there. Like I made a soft cast. It and worked? I, it, so we get to the game and my first thing is, I hope it doesn't hurt. So I'm like telling him, I'm like, hey, kind of smack me. And he's like smacking me on the chest. I'm like, is it hurting? And he's like, no, I can't feel nothing. I'm like, perfect. My guy played the entire game. Okay. Great. Got a sack, got a fumble recovery, and did not complain once of pain. Awesome. And came off. And I'm like, bro. But that one year in nursing school worked. Right? I felt like good about myself. <laughs> does, this, does this not sound like a science experiment in like junior high where you have to protect the yeah. egg, right? You're dropping from a two-story building. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and I had to get affirmation from other from other parents. I'm like, hey, you don't think I'm an awful dad for because he wants to play. I want to let him play. And all of them were like, dude, we all played with broken bones. Yeah, yeah. we no, all it's went fine. out there with broken fingers and stuff. He goes, as long as as long as you're not making him do it, and he's not doing something he doesn't want to do, everything should be fine. Right. The moms, on the other hand, were like, sure. he should have sat out. Mm -hmm. He should have sat out. Yeah, as long as it's not like a broken femur. Right. And I didn't yeah. think there was any more damage. He 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 was completely comfortable. He had fun with his boys. Didn't lose his spot on his team. Great. Now, how did it go getting the cast off? All I did was just, I had scissors and I just cut off the... And it wasn't trouble the, the, at all? It wasn't trouble oh, at all. Great. I just cut it, because I used that, that stuff you put underneath so it wouldn't stick to the little uh, pad that I bought them. So you just cut it off and it came right off like a cast. Perfect. That's it awesome. Was, it was great. I felt so good. So if you guys have a broken finger <laughs> and you need your boy to come up with a cast, I might do a do, uh, DIY yeah. and, uh, and share it with the, the parents. Um, you know, I'm worried about maybe damaging my son just from um, recording audio while he's going to the bathroom and talking to sure. him. Sure. Um, so I did a stool time. Oh. And this is when I talk to my son as he's going potty. And so this one took place at church. There's like a private. Oh, there's like no. a private bathroom next oh. to all the kids' classrooms. So it was after church. We went in there, and he starts. He said something really funny. So I start recording. Um, and I don't, Trey, you might not want to hear this. Trey doesn't like, I'm not a big uh, poop guy. Bathroom, bathroom conversation. Oh, I've gotten better because of, because of the baby. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and so not the rapper, you're a baby though. Yeah. yeah so yeah. this is my, uh, quick conversation with my son at church. Stool time with Davis. Does everybody know what time it is? Stool time. Woo! What was that? Green poopy. Green poopy. How did it turn green? Because I pooped. Every time I go to church, it goes green. It goes green? Um, so you're five years old now, huh? Yeah. Do you feel like a five-year-old? Yeah. You feel different? Yeah. Yeah, that just means you're And why are you talking? Why are you talking kind of weird? 
I'm talking weird? Why do Davis is talking weird? You, why are you talking weird? Yeah. I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Because I'm five. And when you get older, you talk kind of different. Yeah, talk different. When you get older, Davis, your voice will get deeper. Like this. Go to poo poo. Go to poo poo. <laughs> Careful, don't fall in. <laughs> you fell in the potty. You fell in the potty. Did you get poop on your bottom? <laughs> oh, don't do it on purpose. Don't do it on purpose. Don't do it on purpose, buddy. Okay, now your bottom is all wet. Okay, so you don't want to do it on purpose. Davis, you're going to get stuck in there. Stop. You're going to get stuck in there. Are you all done? Yeah. Alright, well, we're going to have to wipe your bottom off. La, la. So man, yeah. Nick went from daddy voice to yeah. serious like, voice hey, real quick. Hey. Yeah, he uh, well first his poop was green. We had a large series of birthday parties the last like week. Mm-hmm. So we have all these cupcakes with like the colorful icing on it that right. you get at like Kroger. And so that will make kids poops turn really yeah so like he he had a lot of like blue food coloring and that made his poop turn green so he's had green poops for a while and so that happened and then he legitimately fell in the potty thought it was hilarious so he kept doing it we're like in nice church clothes right that's what i was and thinking he keeps and so i'm like how wet are his pants gonna be oh, how no. wet is the back of his shirt gonna be what's it gonna Luckily, smell it was, like it was fine but yeah. he didn't really get anything so i just used a ton of toilet paper to wipe his bottom off but he, this guy kept doing it because he thought it was funny he was which it was it was funny but I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I don't even think as a kid I wanted to dunk my butt in the public bathroom no, water, dude. That's, that's just, anytime you see your dad react, you're gonna you're gonna do it again and again. Yeah. Did Ooh. you ever fall into the toilet as a kid? I don't think so. No. As a kid, no. But like every once in a while, I'll forget that I had left the seat up, <laughs> and then like I'll I'll like pee at like eight o'clock at night and go to bed and forget that I left the seat up, and then in the morning it's dark, mm-hmm. and so I go in there half asleep still, and I'll be like, whoa, that's I'm I'm about to fall in, like have to catch myself on the little you know thinner rim. So I kind of had the exact opposite situation. Have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's middle of the night, it's dark. Have you ever gone to sit down? Uh, and the whole lid is closed. Oh, Have you ever done yes. that? And you crush like, your nuts. <laughs> yeah, yes. that, that is scary. Yeah. And it's cold. It's freezing. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, what's Whoa. happening? Where's the this? hole at, dude? <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Oh, that's I'm great. A, I'm a big fan of sitting down now. The, the, oh, that's a dad. Sitting it's down wonderful. is the best. I, I do it in the middle of the night. Now in the morning time, that's my ritual. I get up and sit down and... No. Go on the phone for a little bit. Yeah. You got to get in and get out. Nah, man. No, I'm, it's my wake up. I'm going to hang out in there, man. Now I've been doing cold showers and stuff, yeah. but mm-hmm. I still I still find myself enjoying my nice like a, hey. a phone mount to just put on the wall. Yeah. Charge, wireless charging. I can just scroll on TikTok while I'm uh, in there. Kinsey bought us a toilet paper holder with a phone. Oh my uh, gosh. Little base. holder. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I'm, I'm going to be installing that here in the next week or so, guys. <laughs> On the uh, cold shower front, uh, you can't pee in the shower while taking a cold shower. No. Impossible. It won't let me. Yeah. It won't Your let me. Your body just seizes up. Every I, I'm still having problems mm. with the breathing aspect of taking a cold shower. Trey no. and I have been doing this. Trey, you did it for a long time before me. But it's, man, it's, it's no bueno. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this because it's not going to be easier, guys. It'll get harder as the uh, the... Temperature outside drops as well. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, you can't do that. You got to, the warm shower is like one of the few things you get to look forward to. Right. Nah. Yeah. Nah. You ever have to pee in the shower 
and then you realize it's gotten to the point where it's uh, your girl got it too clogged with her hair, so there's no way you Just can be in the shower because it's gonna be uh, it's gonna you're gonna be standing gonna be sitting, in it. Yeah. Yes. And then you got yes, I have. Then you have to hold your pee while you're showering no. in this warmth. Take the hair out away. Shoot away with your no, foot. No, you do, but it's still it's already in there. It's in, in there, there, dude. It's clogged. I mean, if we're in the trust tree, I just pee anyway and stand in my own pee. <laughs> then where does the water go? It eventually. I mean, it's, it's just a slow, a slow, slow like it, it's, it's a like drain. if you need yeah. to turn on your yeah. garbage disposal, kind of slow drain, and just kind of like pools for a second. I mean, look, I don't know about um, y'all's schedules when you get in the shower. That's the first thing I'm doing. Is like, pee? Be- yeah, well, before I'm. I mean, while I'm warming up. Before I'm doing my hair, before I'm washing off, it's urination nation. For sure. Now, I will say that I didn't pee in the shower until I was about... I don't know, 20, 21, somewhere in there. And that is... You lost out on like 15 good years of peeing in the shower. And I learned that it was okay to pee in the shower because of our co-host... JC really? Chavez, before ever meeting him in person, I heard him on the Kid Craddock Morning Show say that he pees in the shower, and they had a big, long conversation about it. It's all good. And and then I was like, oh my gosh, I can pee in the shower, Absolutely and nobody's going to get mad at me? Nobody. Just don't brush your teeth in the shower. That's weird. Oh, interesting, because I'd be glad whoa, to brush whoa, whoa. my teeth don't in sh- the shower. shave in the shower. That's whoa. weird. I do everything in the shower. What, what? So you shave in front of the sink yeah. and get well, the stuff everywhere? I'll, I'll like trim my stubble in the shower. Yes, what exactly. About, what about when you're, you know? Doing manscaping? Yeah. Yeah. Well, usually that's like in the front yard. You know what I caught my son doing now? Because he thinks, Whoa. I told him peeing in the shower is cool. It's fine. You can do it. My daughter refuses to do it. Chloe will not do it. I don't know what her problem is. But he now thinks... You pee in the shower even when you're not showered. Hilarious. So oh. I've caught, mind you, my toilet in my ma- in my bathroom is four feet away from the shower. Right. So you walk it's in. It's a big bathroom. You go to the left, you go to the toilet, you go to the right, there's a shower. He chooses sure. violence <laughs> and goes to the shower and will pull his stuff down and pee in the, in the drain right there. We're teaching my daughter to go to the bathroom right now, and she's pretty much trained herself. She's, she hadn't gone number two. She's having trouble going number two in the Most potty. Most kids do. Yeah, it's tough. She gets, we're up to three gummy bears as a reward if she does it. Whoa. But, um, so we'll be playing outside and my son will just go pee in the grass. So now she'll go pee in the grass. Oh, she just like t- no. takes her undies off and just oh. widens the, that stance a little bit and that's, she pees. That's now that's on, the, that's on the mom at some up, point, I mean, right? You know, it's less clean up. It's fine. The science well, behind the girl peeing outside is... is, is it's interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, if she doesn't have pants on. Then like, how do you not I'm, get it on your feet and stuff? Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm not saying it's a problem like today, mm-hmm. but at what point do you, does someone have to nip it in the bud? And that's yeah. got to be on mom's shoulders at when, some when point. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. When she's a little older. Yeah, probably. I, I I still remember my college days where you would walk by an alley and you would see a stream, and then you'd look over and there's like three girls over there just oh, squatted gosh. next to a wall. Great. Yeah. In public, just. How do you girls do it? You're like, Kinsey, stop it, <laughs> yeah. again. And, and that's how I met my wife. Yes. <laughs> well, I, we covered a lot here on today's episode. We covered um, uh, the pressure of international families coming to the U.S. Sure. We covered peeing in alleys. And Shout in out Haitians. <laughs> we, we covered a lot. So this is what this podcast is for. So if you want to stay up to date with us, um, Check out our social media, which it is in the description of this podcast, which I haven't posted on there in a very long time. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. 
It's <laughs> podcast. Be sure you give us a five star review. Subscribe to us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on right now, and we'll see you next time. Love you. Mwah. The Chatty Daddies Podcast. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20.